What the fuck is up, Absurdist? Welcome to Electric Chair, where we sift through all the noise to bring you the most nonsensical tracks and artists of the week with a healthy dosage of analysis and commentary. I'm your host and executioner, Peyton Dunn. And I'm Shibo. And today, we're going to be diving into Lil Yachty's new album, Let's Start Here. Now, Shibo, if you told me at the start of the year that Lil Yachty would be releasing a psych rock album of all things in 2023, I would have said you were crazy. I wouldn't have believed you at all. Yachty's career had seemingly been dormant since 2016, and to me at least, it looked like Yachty's cultural relevance had completely taken a nosedive and that he didn't really have the talent to bring it back. Seemed that way. I mean, he had a few albums that just came and went. A lot of them were in the boat series, something like that. There was a song with NBA yes. Young Boy called NBA Young Goat, which I used to listen to in like middle school or something. Wow. Young nigga, rich nigga, I'm a bad bitch, get a fuck nigga, whole nigga, I don't fuck with broke niggas. I always hit my own since I jumped up off the post. You ain't know, now you know, nigga, I take poor phone, nigga. Bitch, run me my sack before I come. It, it just hasn't been anything good since then that people talk about. Things drop, but not many people cared. He'd had hits since Minnesota. Minnesota, I think, was the pinnacle of Lil Yachty, the peak of his cultural relevance. But he had NBA Young Boat, he had Yacht Club. He had songs that charted well, that streamed well, but he didn't really have anything that had that kind of yachty twist. When he came onto the scene in 2016 with Minnesota, it was a breath of fresh air. He was just so funny, irreverent, and didn't really give a shit. I mean, that was the essence of that SoundCloud era that he came out of. But after that, it just, it, that wasn't novel enough anymore to make him charming. It wasn't as fresh as it used to be. And now it, it kind of just been stale until Poland released in the middle of last year. I mean, it was a funny song, but the virality of that just kind of baffles me. How big that song was, how much that breathed new life into Yachty's career. Yeah, sincerely, because of how damn goofy it is. Because there's these songs on TikToks, like there's a song like, I'm the biggest bird, I'm the biggest bird. It has biggest nothing bird. to do with it. Yeah. That song is so funny, though. Oh, no. But I'm the biggest bird, I'm the biggest bird. The fact that that's one of the biggest plug and B songs of all time is hilarious to me. It's just pure goofiness, and people can make videos out of it. And for Poland especially, it was it wasn't even like just TikTok. People were just talking about it because it's that funny. Even on other platforms, usually when a TikTok thing blows up, it stays on TikTok. But this thing migrated. Cole Bennett did a video like this really bled into the mainstream outside of the paradigm of oh, it's a funny TikTok song. Part of it, I'm sure, has to do with how big of an artist Yari already is. I mean, he's really well-liked in the industry. Even if he isn't known to be like a master creative, well, I suppose he wasn't till this album. People are giving him a lot more of his flowers now. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's ever really been a master creative until this album, really. That's why it kind of took me aback so much how conceptual this album is. Like, the transitions on this are legitimately amazing. From a musical perspective, it's legitimately amazing, which is such... Uh, an absolute 180 for an artist that just used to release songs on the same trap beats over and over again and didn't really have anything interesting about them. The, the progression to like literal garbage album to almost, I would say, a masterpiece is just so oh, fascinating to me. Big statement. But I think part of it, it was just Am really I wrong, has though? to. 
well, a debatable. I don't think it's a masterpiece by any means, but I do think it's like a solid 7 or 8 out of 10, which is quite unheard of from a rapper with little in front of his name since like 2015 onwards. But I think part of it is just the fact that Yachty really understands his contemporaries and his research is so damn good in terms of who he should kind of work with to make the right album. You know, a lot of rappers try to cross over into rock and psychedelic and genres like that, but they they fail. Like G Easy, I would say is a pretty good example. When I lay down and I fall asleep, hope I might see you in my dreams. But it's been a few months since I seen you in one of these. Can't find where my faith is. I've been lost in this or Kid Cudi, to some extent, when he made that rock album, that was a pretty good example. But what Yachty does is he recruits guys who've worked with this psychedelic rock subgenre before like he's working with raisin he's a guy that's worked with a lot of joji's psychier stuff this guy who's worked with charlie xcx doing pop production, which is very, you know, uncanny in the sense. He also worked with Ben from MGMT. Like, he knows his contemporaries. And, you know, one of the fun examples is like Tory Lanez released a 80s synthwave type album he's featured actually has writing credits on a song in this album you got me drinking smoking i'm overdose my love i need you emotionally scarred i cannot feel Interestingly enough that guy made a successful 80s synthwave-esque album and you already knew to talk to him instead of just going off his own cuff so his research is kind of so damn good that he makes really really good sounding stuff because he's in the culture that he's trying to enter pushing it with people that are already doing it so that really helped him make a good album i think i completely agree i mean i think the producer choices on this are absolutely phenomenal i mean you mentioned the guy from mgmt you mentioned the guy that worked with joji earlier but the fact that he got jake portrait to be one of the main producers on this album which if the the viewers don't know who that is uh jake portrait is from the new zealand psych rock band unknown mortal orchestra that Yachty did his homework to that level that he knew who to get is so baffling to me. I mean, he, he did bring on people who were more experienced in like the rap world that he had already had relationships with, like Sad Pony comes to mind who had worked with Drake and 6 9 in the past. I know you don't like me. 
You wanna fight me? You don't wanna. He just brought so many people from so many different worlds together. For like the person from Joji, uh, Magdalena Bay, which is a synth pop duo, Jake Portrait, as I said, from the psych rock influences, and all those really meld together so well. Psych rock is the perfect combination for those kinds of things to bring in all these synth pop synthesizers. Um, over these kind of rock beats, and then Lil Yachty just brings in the most hilarious like auto tune flow. It's still definitely Lil Yachty. I see imprint of Lil Yachty on it. He's not pulling like a complete Greta Van Fleet where he's just like copying an earlier style, like word for word, uh, essence for essence. He's still bringing in his own charisma, his own style of lyricism. I think that's pretty exemplified by the lyrics on Pretty. First one, he says like, let's go to Sunset City. Let's go to Sun City. Let's go to Sunset City. Go to Sun City. Walk up on the right side. I feel so pretty. Kiss my girl on her thighs. Grab on her titties. Woke up on the right side, I feel so pretty. Kiss my girl on her thighs, grab on her titties. That is so Lil Yachty. Nobody yeah. in the psych rock era would have ever written that. Like, that makes it so unique and so him and still so psych rock at the same time, which I think yeah. is absolutely hilarious. And that's important for this album to kind of cross over from his rap fans so they get to talk about it and see something they've never seen before and also get psych rock fans interested in it. I mean, there's a lot of buzz in the rock community after he started charting number one on all these rock charts and people are talking about how is rock dead is this the future of rock all these conversations that he's been able to start that's been because he's maintained that yachty style i mean lyrically you know he's the guy that gave us she blow my dick like a cello cello is his fingers right but yachty does not yachty does not give a shit and then he said he said he thought it was a thing that squidward played <laughs> yeah and he was like nope i know that's a flute now even though it was a, a yeah. clear now, which is so funny, he messed up. So that had to be on purpose. For having great research, Yachty seemingly does not seem to give a single shit. It's like, he didn't even know if he was in a 360 deal when Joe Budden was interviewing him on that complex podcast him and academics used to do. Yachty is constantly walking this slack line of, I know exactly what I'm going to make and it's going to sound great versus, fuck this shit, you know, I'm just doing it for fun. To him, it's enjoyment, but it's enjoyment with true passion behind it. So it ends up sounding good. Yeah, he's just the ultimate troll. And sometimes not even on purpose. But I think to your point about like this being so embraced by psych rock fans, I feel like the reason why it is that is because he didn't go generic on his rock style. He didn't just do what every other pop star is doing and like, I'm going to make a pop punk album. I'm going to Olivia Rodrigo out there. He actually spent his time, did his research on the history of rock music, picked a specific style that appealed to him, and went really in deep on it. Instead of just making service level, this will be my rock album, because that's what every other pop star, every other rapper is doing right now. He actually went so specific. And to your point about like the Billboard charts, I think it's so refreshing seeing him actually chart on all these alternative and rock charts, but not on the hip-hop charts at the same time. Like Years ago, when Lil Nas X dropped Old Town Road, it charted on the hip-hop charts, not the country charts and he had to spend so much time so much effort advocating for him to be viewed as like a country singer and get that song on the country charts and to the defense of the billboard staff that song in his production was definitely very hip-hop at its roots and only with the sample which wasn't even a country sample did it bring yeah. in country elements i think over time billboard and just the entire music industry has grown so much more tolerant for genre bending especially with rappers to be able to completely change their career and go in a completely different direction in a completely different genre but i also think lil yachty just like you said he did his homework and he didn't make the production on this rock tinged with hip-hop he made this yeah. a full-on psych rock album with a tinge of yachty and that's exactly what works with a tinge of yachty with that yeah. auto-tune with that flow but he doesn't bring in like 808s. He doesn't bring in trap snares. Yeah. He keeps those side crack drums. 
underpinning is, it all. This is like a new beginning. This is not psych rock. It's, this is psych walk. You know, this is Yari's own thing, and I'm really happy. I that think he's this been album's going to be so influential. I yep. think this is a starting point of something like a huge movement in a way that all these other rock tinged rap albums just weren't. In the terms of the movement, even if it's just not about making that sound, it's certainly an idea for other rappers to just push their boundaries, experiment into things they've never done before, and to do it honestly instead of just like trying to get money out of it to some extent. He, Yachty is, he's writing the trend of rock music. He's using that to bring him success, but he's not just doing that and taking it to a formula, as most people associate the term writing the trend with. He actually deeply cares about what he's doing, yeah. which I think is so, so refreshing. That's all we have for you today, though. Thank you all so much for tuning into Absurdist Electric Chair. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Absurdist underscore IO and at our website, Absurdist.io. If you liked what you heard today and want to follow us along our executionary journey, you can follow us or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also rate us five stars or leave a like on the episode to help us spread the absurd word to even more listeners. I'm your host and executioner, Peyton Dunn. And I'm Shibo. And we'll see you all next time.